Yeah, unfortunately, the advice for the situation is you've just got to turn on the camera and start talking to it a lot. It's going to take time for you to feel comfortable. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name's Charlie. And my name is Femke. Today, we want to talk about getting started with video. Such a cool, exciting mm-hmm. topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this because I'm considering getting into video this year as part of my sort of 2018 projects that I want to do. And as we all know, Charlie, you are a very seasoned video maker <laughs> with your YouTube channel. So I thought, like, I already had in my mind some questions that I wanted to ask you. And then I thought well, we may as well do this on the show because I'm sure a lot of people listening can benefit from this and probably are also thinking about maybe starting video this year. So hopefully it'll be a good one and we'll learn a lot. I'm really looking forward to it. But it's been a little while since you and I recorded an episode, actually, and you're currently in New Zealand as we're recording this. So how's the weather? How's life down there? Tell us how it has been upside down. (laughs) It's great. Like, oh my gosh, I think I want to make it a plan to escape winter every year from now on if I can. <laughs> that sounds like it's a just great been plan. so nice to like, like I experienced winter in London for a little bit in December and then came over here and it's summertime in the southern hemisphere. So that is just lovely. And I've been spending a lot of time outside. Like, I think I've spent more time outside in these past two and a half weeks than I may have done in the whole past year <laughs> in London. Not even exaggerating. <laughs> Like that's so good. It's it's been great. (laughs) Yeah, that's so awesome. Like usually I go home around this time as well to to New Zealand the last couple of years I have. But this year was the first year that I didn't go back since moving overseas. And I don't know, the winter has just felt so exceptionally long to me this year. And I I guess it's because it's the first time I'm really experiencing it, experiencing it, the whole thing. Usually I get this like nice summer break when I escaped to New Zealand for a month in December or January but this year I'm I'm here experiencing winter and it just feels so long like I cannot wait for the daylight to start increasing the sun to start coming back out oh it's really hard it's a hard life gotta hang in there though because just remember how beautiful Amsterdam was in the summertime I know it is worth it in the end yeah (laughs) that's just how seasons work I'm afraid Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us uh, you are going to be speaking at something really exciting Ooh, in a month yeah. or so? Do you want to share? Because I don't think you shared it in the last episode. No, I probably didn't because this was actually like, I don't know. Um, I think in the last episode I talked about making public speaking one of my focuses for this year or actually mm-hmm. the main focus is like a thing I want to do more of. And I think I shared in that episode that I'm going to be speaking at Craft and Commerce, which is the ConvertKit conference. Yep. we have coming up i'll link that in the show notes if anyone is interested in checking out the other speakers because casey neistat is also speaking which i am very Ooh, excited wow about. So awesome. that's another tie-in to our video you know topic today but yeah uh then uh, dan petty who is a freelance designer he is pretty big in the industry so i'm sure a lot of people listening might have heard of him um and he invited me to speak at an event that he runs called epicurrence i think that's how you pronounce it anyway and this one is called Winter Work Week. So basically it's one week in Yosemite at this like beautiful lodge and it'll be lots of workshops and like nightly discussions and things, but also people just doing their daily work as well and mm-hmm. also 
doing adventuring and activities and things if they want to, which is pretty cool. I was so honored that he invited me to host a workshop and I'm going to do it about, uh, it's called self-promotion is not a dirty word is my title that I've given it. Oh, I like it. That's a really, really good title. And it's going to be about like, yep. Promoting yourself online, building a reputation in a niche and figuring out what you want to be known for and then some steps for achieving that. I'm really excited. I've been putting together the workshop on the flights that I've been on lately and yeah, it's coming together nicely. So if you want to buy tickets for that, there might be some available still by the time this episode comes Mm -hmm. out. So we'll link that in the notes as well. Nice. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. And you said it's in Yosemite, right? Yeah. Such a beautiful location. And I've never been there before. Oh, you're going to love it. Like, oh, and you've just been p- spending so much time outside, you said, and now you get to spend more time outside in the wilderness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to have an awesome year. Yeah, it's off to a good start, that's for sure. A very busy start, but a good one. Super cool. And you are off to Mexico again soon. You practically live there these days. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I was making a joke with my colleagues. I was like, you know, by the end of 2018, we're probably all going to speak fluent Spanish just naturally because we spend so much time in Mexico. Um, but yeah, I'm heading to Mexico next week and also to Brazil. We're doing like a 10-day kind of Latin America trip, uh, which is really exciting. I've never been to Brazil. So yeah, it's going to be really cool. I'm super excited. We're going to be learning a lot and doing some testing for a project that we're doing. So yeah, it's it's going to be really fun, but really full on. Like you probably know work trips are pretty, pretty yeah. busy, not much downtime. So yeah, I'm kind of like mentally preparing myself for that. But also I guess I was, you know, I was just complaining about the long winter, but now I guess I'm getting my own 10 day escape to uh, some warmer weather in South America. So I shouldn't complain that much. It'll be no, super nice, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, my own little escape. Okay, let's jump into today's topic about making or getting started with video. So some background context. I've been sort of thinking about the projects that I want to achieve this year. I've not really been doing the traditional goal setting, New Year's resolutions type thing, but I've more just been thinking about you know, more broadly speaking, what would I like to achieve this year or what kind of projects would I like to do? And we all know, I feel like I sound like a broken record that I've been talking about wanting to get into video uh, and talking about that a lot on this podcast. And I I decided that, okay, this year is the year that I'm going to try it. Like I I don't yet want to commit to it because I, I don't know if it's going to work or anything or, or maybe I won't enjoy it. Who knows? As soon as I you know press record, I might just not like it and that's fine. But I want to at least try it so that I kind of get it out of my system and see if it's something that I could, you know, maybe turn into a new side project or, or a project for me to work on this year. So I've been thinking like, okay, so if I were to do this project, how would I start? Where where would I start? What should I do? How do I make a video? And I started thinking like, okay, is the first thing to do to like write an outline for a video? Is it to write a script? Do I need to buy a camera, but I don't want to invest in gear if I don't yet know if I'm going to like commit and actually make videos. And then I was thinking, is it okay to just record it on my phone or is that not good enough? What about like a microphone? Where would I do it in my house? Like what setting would I have? What would my first video be about? Yeah. So like lots of questions uh, were coming to my mind and I thought you'd be the most perfect person to ask about it because you've been doing it for 
wait, it must be coming on four years now, right? It's, yeah, it's over four years, four and a bit now. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're coming on five years for you, which is amazing. So I guess super broad question is like, how do you start? Where would you recommend someone like me start if you wanted to get into making regular videos? Yeah. I love this question. And I love that you went in this like thought spiral, (laughs) you know, of like, I just want to start making videos. And then it's like this, then this, then this, then this, there's so much to think about. I think that's what puts a lot of people off starting, you know, is this feeling like you have to do everything perfectly from the get go. And I don't know, I I think a lot of people, especially designers, are getting interested in making videos these days. I know I get a lot of uh, direct messages on Twitter about it. People saying, hey, I'm thinking of starting a design channel. Like, how do you get ideas for your videos? Or like, what camera do you use? Like all these different questions. So I'm glad that you suggested to talk about this, actually, because I think it is something that a lot of people are thinking about. Mm -hmm. And So my advice for you thinking about starting is to definitely don't buy a camera straight away. Definitely don't buy a microphone straight away. I think it's silly to invest in something that you don't know if you're going to like yet or not. And if you don't know if it's going to work for you. And also because iPhone cameras are great. Uh, (laughs) You can film a perfectly great video on on a phone or you don't have an iPhone these days, do you? You know what I mean. No, but I have a Pixel, which has a pretty good camera. I I think I could pull it off. I'm definitely sure you could pull it off with that, especially if you had like a little tripod for it or something. You could just Mm -hmm. put it on there and you'd be absolutely fine. Um, Yeah, don't invest in the camera straight away. That's for sure. And as for like scripting it out, that sort of thing, I think you need to do whatever it's going to take for you to feel comfortable to talk to the camera like definitely don't turn it on and then decide what to say I would definitely recommend you (laughs) have a think first about what you want to talk about uh, in this video that you're going to film maybe to start with it's like an introduction to who you are and your career path or something Um, depends on obviously what direction you want your channel to take but I'm assuming it's going to be something similar to the types of stuff you put in your newsletter content am I right in assuming that yeah well like Yes. So slight update on that is I've also been thinking about the content in my newsletter and what I want to write about this year. And sort of like in combination with making video content, I was I was more quite kind of broadly thinking like, what content do I want to put out this year? Or, or what do I want to say this year? What do I want to talk about? What do I want my main theme to sort of be throughout the year? Like I, I sort of reflected on what I wrote last year and I wrote a lot about sort of self-improvement and I thought this year I want to start uh, putting out more content about product design digital product design so I've been thinking like okay if if I were to uh, well, well, I, I, I don't know. I guess I've had a lot of people like asking me because I recently made the switch from sort of being a more marketing communications designer to product design. And so I've had a lot of people asking me, how did you do that? Or like, where can I find a course to learn product design? Or like, wh- does anyone have any resources to learning UX design? And there is actually a bit of a gap there I've found. So I've been thinking about getting into that a little bit this year and doing a bit more structured teaching on digital product design and how to get into it. Awesome. And so as I was thinking about that and thinking about writing about that, 
then I was like, actually, this could also be a really good opportunity to bring in video and like maybe do tutorials or like, you know, when you, you, you probably know this, when you talk about design, a lot of it is already visual anyway. And so yep. <laughs> video is a really good way to, to show what you're talking about or to demonstrate and practice what you're talking about. So yeah, that's kind of more of a background on how I sort of landed, landed on this uh, project idea to sort of get into video this year. That's great. It sounds like you're off to a good start, even just knowing like a direction of the type of content you want to go in. Because that's another mm -hmm. problem I see with people who start a YouTube channel and then like do it for a couple of weeks and then stop is because they didn't really have one specific passion or like focus of something they wanted to make content about. They just wanted to make videos right. in general. They just wanted to have a YouTube channel in general. And it's really hard to like come up with ideas when that is your motivation is just to make a video. Because what are you going to talk about, you know? Whereas there's, you could have, you could sit down and plan a year's worth of content right now, I'm pretty sure, from what you already know and the questions that people have asked you to do with product design. Like, the way I think about my channel is I want to have a video that answers everyone's questions that they ask me. I want to mm -hmm. have a video that, ans like, helps with everything that I struggled with when I was learning design and getting started. So that's how I come up with my video ideas, essentially is that I'm just trying to eventually make a video that answers everything. I'm definitely nowhere near done. There's like so many video ideas sitting there on my list waiting to be recorded, but it means that I'm never going to run out of ideas. And so I, that definitely shouldn't be a worry. It doesn't sound like that is anyway, but I don't know if someone listening might have that worry that they might run out of ideas. I don't think you'll ever run out mm -hmm. of, of things to talk about. Yeah, I think I more have a worry of like, publicly committing to making videos right. like putting up a you know welcome video or something that's like you know explaining who I am what I'm going to be doing and then maybe putting up a couple of videos after that and then it kind of fizzling out that's sort of more what I'm worried about so I don't know do you have any advice on maybe you know would you recommend sort of recording a couple of videos and not releasing or publishing them yet but like first just to see if you can get a couple videos down before actually putting them live or, or would you recommend filming one chucking it up and seeing how it feels and how how it vibes as to whether you keep going or not what do you kind of recommend there because that's sort of where I'm worried about sort of committing and and how many videos to start with sort of thing yeah so when I started my channel I think I only had two videos recorded um but I had like the plan for the third or whatever. And I think it was good to like get them out of the way to like film a couple and get them up there because your first videos are always going to be the ones that you look back on and cringe. Like, yeah, I know. it doesn't even matter how far <laughs> technology has come or how long you've talked in front of the camera before. Like, I think we just always look back on our past. It's like looking back on our past design work, right? And cringing at it. I look back at my past YouTube videos and I'm like, who is that person? That does not sound very good. <laughs> But yeah, it's just going to happen. I think don't film too much in advance because you do want to start getting feedback and you'll mm. get a lot of motivation, I think, from the feedback because you'll see the views coming in and, and you know, uh, people will like it, people might comment and that spurs you on for making more, you know. Um, so you don't want to delay that. But having a couple done will make you feel better, I think, because then you won't feel like you're putting one up and that's it. It's, it's never going to happen again. And I don't think you should also, like, a schedule is really good for YouTube, I'm not going to lie. 
uh, especially if you're trying to grow a channel, the algorithm, this, you know, mythical YouTube algorithm that's a mystery to everybody, mm-hmm. but it does seem to really like scheduled things. Um, when videos come out regularly, it's going to favor you more. And also people are going to know when to come back to your channel and check it out for new videos as well. So a schedule is good in the long run, but if that is what's worrying you to start with, don't even think about it to start with. Put up a video when you feel like it and when you feel like you've got something that you're proud of. But I think I would encourage you to produce one at least once a month because yeah. you could get into, and I, well, this is what I worry about for you because I know you, is that you could get into this perfectionist mindset where you feel like <laughs> the video isn't good enough yet and I just need to do a little bit more editing mm-hmm. and it'll never get done if, if you get into that. So I think commit to, to yourself to do at least once a month, put one up. But perhaps you don't have a set date during that month or whatever. So that gives yourself a little bit more flexibility and and freedom there when you're getting started. Yeah, I I think that's good advice. And I was already sort of thinking along that path because I was thinking, oh, how often would I do it? When would I schedule it? Do I want it to be religiously at this time on this day every week or, or whatever? And I don't know, I feel like it's just a lot of pressure for me right now. And and also I... I don't yet know how much time it takes to make a video or the effort required. Like, I just don't know that yet because I haven't done it myself. And so hence why I want to sort of experiment a little bit behind the scenes on the download by myself first to kind of get a feel for the effort and the time required and then sort of commit to myself a schedule. And it probably will be, like like you suggested, at least once a month, I think is probably a good goal for me to start with and... Yeah, whether that's going to be a specific day or a specific week, I don't know. But as long as I sort of get one out a month, I think that'd be a nice starting place for me. I think so too. And you know what I think is going to happen? Because this is what happens for me. Is that you'll get the first couple of videos up and you'll start getting a few people watching, asking questions. And I know that you will get people watching because you already have an audience from your newsletter and, you know, on social media and things like that. And you'll then just get the hunger for it to like make more videos to answer these people's questions and like you've got all these ideas that you just feel like you have to get them out there I feel like like I could make a video every single day and put one up like I have that much content ideas wow. you know? yeah but yeah. I don't have the time or the inclination to spend that much time editing <laughs> sure. to put one up once a day but that's what makes me excited to upload one once a week is because I know I've got all these ideas just sitting here and I just want to get them out there and so I feel like that will happen to you too can you maybe run us through briefly like your sort of mental checklist when it comes to making a video? Like what are all the things that you sort of have to consider? Because I'm sure there's things that I don't even know or realize or am missing from my sort of mental list of what it actually takes and what's required to make a video. What does that process sort of look like for you briefly? Sure. I think it's actually pretty simple, but I guess... Maybe it just seems simple to me because I've been doing it for so long, like you said. Yeah, probably. Um, So it definitely starts with the idea first, obviously. Start with the idea for the video, what you want to make it about. In our case, and probably a lot of people's listening cases, that was a weird thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) But with that, it's like, what do you want to talk about? Less so than like, you know, what outfit do you want to show? Or like, what script are you going to write to make a sketch or whatever? It might be that. But for us, it's probably something we're going to teach, you know, share some, a piece of knowledge with Mm -hmm. someone. And and just in saying teaching, teaching doesn't have to be tutorials. It can be just talking about a subject as well. So yeah, just throwing that out there. So it starts with the idea. And for me, I try and 
I guess I'm trying to start putting videos in series. So like I want to think, okay, when someone watches this video, what's the next one I want them to watch? Or like what one have they probably watched just before this one is something that I'm thinking about. Um, just so that my content can all fit together nicely. But I wouldn't say to worry about that at the start. Like just start with a video idea. And then I jot down some bullet points that I want to talk about. I try not to write out an actual script because I find that when I do that, it takes me longer to film because I'm trying to say the words exactly as I wrote them right. because I wrote them out in what I felt like was the best way. Yeah. Then I like stumble over my words or whatever. But yeah, when I just have bullet points to do with the topic that I want to go through, it's much easier just to talk off the top of my head, you know, like we do in these podcasts, for example. Yeah, true. Yeah. With the tutorial, it really helps to do a lot of planning as well. If you're going to be recording your screen at the same time, I might like make the project beforehand as well, um, just so I know exactly where I'm going to click and like, oh yeah, that's right. I have to mention this tool here that I use at this point so that I know what's coming basically. Because that just makes the whole video, the more preparation you put in, the more like tight your video is going to be as well. And that'll be much nicer for people watching and they'll enjoy it more and then they'll like it more and share it more or whatever. So that's... Planning time is definitely worth it. That's why I don't just turn on the camera and start talking. Um, but then it is the filming time once I've finished the the planning phase. Mm -hmm. And I set up a light. I just have one like LED panel light. I haven't made an equipment page on my website yet. I keep meaning to because... <laughs> Do you, you get know, asked a lot? Me. Yeah. It'd be so handy just to be like, here, this is everything I use. Yeah. You, yeah, you totally day, should. One day I'll do that. <laughs> but it's just like an LED panel light I set up. And I have like the window facing one side of my face and this light facing the other to like, you know, light both sides up, if that makes sense. But you can mm -hmm. also just face a window is a really good way to get lighting. Um, yeah, when it, when it's light during the day. So in winter, you got to film on the weekend and face a window, get some light on your face, turn the camera on and start talking, going through your bullet points. And here's a secret to filming a video is that you can do editing. So you don't have to say oh everything God. perfectly. <laughs> Sometimes I'll film like half an hour's worth of footage for an eight minute video. Wow. You know, because there's me like sitting and thinking, there's me like saying something, then being like, no, I don't like the way I said that. I'm going to say it in a different way, you know. Um, and that's okay. Doesn't matter at all. Just don't stress yourself out with the filming because that's when you'll get flustered and you'll get frustrated and yeah, you won't like the end result as much and you might end up not uploading it. I've definitely had that happen to me where I've just like not enjoyed the filming and so I've not enjoyed the end product because of that so yeah take your time go through your bullet points or you know outline that you wrote and go through it uh, then it's editing where I just I do have a video about this actually that I can link in the show notes about how I edit oh, a video please do. It's, yeah it's how I edit a vlog but it's you know pretty much the same thing just take the clips cut them up the pieces that you want put them together that's the basic premise of editing <laughs> um then there's the exporting the thumbnail and there's a bunch of like YouTube things you have to do, like writing a description and the title and the tags and things like that. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Is that what you thought the process would be? Yeah, it's it's pretty similar. I was mostly interested in how you sort of structure and come up with the content to right. film the video. Like I wasn't sure if you actually wrote out a word for word script and sort gotcha. of memorize that. Or I know that some people use those what are those things they use them on the news? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you have you ever tried to use that? I've been tempted by that, to be honest. No, I don't have one, but I've been really tempted by it because I do like the way that I write things. I feel like I, if I sit there and like take the time, I can 
you know, say things better than I would if I was just talking. Mm. Um, and I feel like I'm pretty good at when I am reading something, saying it in a really natural way. Because uh-huh. there's some videos of mine that are scripted that you wouldn't know are scripted. Like, they took me a long time to film to say it correctly, but, like, it yeah. sounds normal. It sounds just like I'm talking. Because I knew I wanted to say things exactly right. Um, so I'm really interested in trying a, t- a teleprompter, to be honest. But I do not have one currently. Maybe that would be a business purchase in the next financial year. Who knows? Hmm. Yeah. Surely there's apps for the iPad or something that you could use uh, that would yeah. be helpful. Yeah, I, I just like then, then there's the like I want to look at the camera still, you know. So I've got to like somehow yeah, yeah, rig yeah. my iPad to sit at my camera lens height. I don't know. Have not figured that out yet. And then also I worry it would reflect in my glasses. That is a problem that I have. <laughs> oh, of course, that is yeah. an issue. But do you feel like you'd be okay to just start with an outline and and talk? Like I think you'd be great with that. Because that's pretty much what we do for these podcasts. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's pretty much the same thing, except there's a camera in front of you, I suppose. Yeah, and you're by yourself. You don't have me to talk to. <laughs> and yeah, that's true. I I think I'd probably be okay. I don't know. I might surprise myself. Um, I don't know. I used to make videos years ago, um, but they were pretty spontaneous. So I've I've never really like sat down and tried to create an outline or a structure and sort of try and follow it like we don't really even do this for our podcast like we don't really have a show outline (laughs) (laughs) like a lot of people I I think assume we have this really detailed outline for this show but honestly we don't really right like we kind of have a few questions and sort of know the direction we want to go but we don't sort of strictly follow this outline so I don't know I I I think I'd be okay. As I said, like this whole thing is probably going to be one big experiment. I have no idea. I think what I have to do is just give it a go, right? Like just try it once. And I'm sure everyone probably has their own best workflow. Like what you've just described sounds like a really good workflow. I don't know. Maybe it won't work for me. I I don't know. I want to give it a go and see what kind of gels best with my style. Not sure. Yeah, that sounds smart. Um, I think that like definitely some videos take more planning than others like tutorial videos for me I do so few of them because they do take up so much time yeah in in the planning phase to you know, it's you know, you'd think you just open up sketch and start making something right seems easier but for me anyway I know for some other people they're the easiest type of video to film like Ian Barnard my friend uh, who makes he's a lettering artist does amazing fonts and things he was saying that tutorials are the easiest thing for him like he can oh. just open up and start filming that and teaching, he finds the, like, sitting down talking to the camera the harder part because it's, like, just you and the camera. So yeah. everyone's got their different things that are harder for them. So experimenting is great with a few different types of video formats. And mm-hmm. that's good, too, because it, it's interesting for your audience as well to have, have different things to watch. But I think it's great that you're interested in getting into video because there's benefits more than just, like, building an audience on YouTube. Like, I don't think you care about that essentially because uh-huh. you're not looking to become like a youtube vlogger millionaire you know <laughs> well but maybe i am you know <laughs> oh, okay well <laughs> maybe <laughs> we've got kidding. some talking to do <laughs> but like it's great to build an audience through video i think because they can connect with you more they're seeing the words come out of your mouth they're not just reading them on a page you know it just feels more personal that way. They feel more connected to you and they get to know you better, I feel, because they can see your mannerisms and the way you talk and, you know, yeah. maybe they'll see your cat every now and then, that sort of thing. 
And I also think it's good for if you're interested in speaking at conferences because there'll be like all this content where a conference can like see you talking and see your like charisma, for lack of a better word. Uh-huh. You know? That's a good word. So yeah, I think that this is a great idea for you to start it. And I would really like to encourage any other designers or creatives of any type listening to get started with a video if it's something they've been thinking about because we need more of that good quality content on YouTube mm-hmm. of people like sharing what they know. I think it's great. I love that about the internet that people can just share their knowledge, you know. You don't have to be the world's best expert on something to share how you do it because how you do it might really help someone else. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, I do think that's awesome. And that is another reason why I want to get into video actually is like I want people to when they read my content like when they read my writing for example to imagine me saying it so to speak like imagine what I look like and how I talk and my mannerisms because I don't know I feel like without video everyone's kind of just this almost like anonymous person on the internet right like you can get to know someone through tweeting with someone or reading their articles or whatever but being able to see someone on camera is so different and so personal and so that's also sort of what I want to build is you know, my online persona feels like a really weird word to use, but I guess that's kind of what I'm talking about is to just... Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, like bring a little bit more of me and my personality visually to the internet in a way rather than just, you know, writing things and people consuming what I wrote. So, yeah, I, I think video will help a lot with that. Um, one last thing maybe that we could talk briefly about is... What if you are really camera shy or really (laughs) nervous or uncomfortable in front of the camera? I think me personally, I would be okay, but I don't know, maybe there's someone listening who really wants to get into video, but is just really worried about being on camera or feeling a little bit nervous. Do you have any tips for that situation? Yeah, unfortunately... The advice for the situation is you've just got to turn on the camera and start talking to it a lot. It's going to take time for you to feel comfortable. I look at my videos and I think my like whole first year of content, I don't feel like I'm myself. Like I don't feel like that's me when I watch the videos back. It was me like putting on a persona to talk to the camera, you know, because I was so uncomfortable in front of it. Whereas now I feel like I'm completely myself. So it's just a thing that takes time. Your first videos, maybe your first year of videos like mine, are going to be awkward and you're going to hate to look back on them. But that's okay because they're still going to help some people out. And if you want to later on down the track, you can like delete them, refilm them if you like the topic and do it better. Like that's totally fine. But you've got to put in the work. You've got to put in the effort to get comfortable in front of the camera. That's the only way to do it. I'm afraid there's no trick. Uh, (laughs) Damn. You just got to do it. Okay, I thought that was going to be your advice. (laughs) Yeah, sorry to say it, but it's true. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I think that's a good way to do it. And it's the same with like public speaking, right? Like you just got to do it. There is not really any way around it. Those sort of scary things. The the best way is to just sort of almost jump in the deep end, right? Put yourself in the situation and just do it. But yeah, it can be hard mentally. If you have like a friend who you're really comfortable talking with, and like, you know, having a good conversation about whatever topic with, maybe you could film a video with them. That could be a good way to get comfortable. I always find actually that videos I film as a collaboration. So when I've got someone else in it as well, I never like would 
like stop and be like, oh, I'm going to say that a little bit differently this time because it's a conversation, you know, and it just flows. Uh, and so yeah. it's a lot easier to film, actually, because you're not getting in your own head as much. You're not getting in your own way, I suppose. So perhaps if you are feeling super awkward about being in front of the camera, you could ask a friend who is perhaps a little more comfortable in front of the camera mm-hmm. to be in it with you and they can like, yeah, they'll make you feel more at ease and and you'll 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 get used to it. Okay, cool. That was a lot of great advice. I feel like I have all these ideas in my head now that I just need to figure out how to put into action. So, okay, what what would the one thing you would advise me to do is like the first step? Like if I were to go away right now after we record this and sort of start my video project, what would be the number one thing you'd recommend I should do to get started making my first video? I think you should decide what your first video is going to be pick any random topic doesn't matter this isn't no one's going to watch your youtube channel from start to finish it doesn't have to be like oh this is the beginning point whatever you feel like you most feel like talking about pick that and write an outline for it and perhaps another thing you could do is make a blank youtube channel like go get the username that you want upload your default photo whatever and it's there waiting for you as soon as you've got Mm. the video ready Mm, there's like a good psychological like you know the channel's there it's waiting for you just press the upload (laughs) sitting there like a blank sketchbook you know it's just waiting for the first thing to go into it true do both of those things how about okay okay (laughs) i will add that to my bullet journal for this week or next (laughs) good i like it Cool. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all of your lovely wisdom and knowledge. I I feel like the listeners are really lucky to be able to hear this advice from you because oh. oh. I don't know. I don't know many people who have been making videos for that long so consistently and so, uh, you know, w- with such dedication. So thank you so much for sharing. I think this episode is just packed with value. Super awesome. You're very welcome. And I'm excited to see what you do with video. Like, I'm just excited to be a subscriber and to watch them myself. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Well, you'll probably be my one and only subscriber. So thank you. I don't think so, fam. We will prove you (laughs) wrong about that for sure. (laughs) Okay. Where can people go to find more of our brilliant pat ourselves on the back here podcast episodes (laughs) you can go to designlife.fm and we have all 109 i think episodes there that you can listen to ranging from so many different topics about design side projects creativity motivation there's a there's a lot that we've talked about over the last couple of years so make sure you go and check it out and if you want to follow us on twitter we are at designlife.fm on there we'd love to hear from you hear your thoughts on this topic that we've talked about tell us about video what you think about it request other topics as well what do you want to hear us talk about in future episodes cool let's chat again next week sounds good see you then bye bye